Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did, the podcast for millennials that find themselves in the middle of the growth phase. You know, the part in the big life transition that doesn't feel good. This is the part where it feels hard to show up every damn day. You may be in the thick of things now, but someday you'll look back and be hella proud of yourself that you kept going. I'm your host, Allison, and honestly, I know the growth phase is messy. That's why I'm sharing my stories and life lessons in hopes that it'll help you navigate the messy stuff in your life. I'm positive our paths have crossed for a reason, and I'm so, so excited to have you along for the ride because now we get to grow through the hard stuff together. Hey friends, I am so excited you decided to come hang out with me today. So for those of you that have been listening from the beginning, some of this is going to be a little bit of a recap and some of this is going to be some hard real talk coming your way. I usually save my real talk for when I'm talking with another millennial friend or two, but um, today I've got some uh, real talk that's come up over the last week and I think that this is something we all need to hear right now. So bear with me, but before we dive in, I just want to thank you all once again for all of your support with everything. You know, I know some of you have been sharing this with friends and you've been letting me know how the the episodes are impacting you. And like that just really is like so special and so important to me. So I just wanted to make sure that I continually am saying thank you for following along and coming back week after week to spend your valuable time hanging out with me. Um, If you haven't already, I would love for you to leave a review of the podcast. I know that you can't really do that on Spotify and Google Podcasts where some of you listen from, um, but if you are an Apple Podcast listener and subscriber, um, please take a few minutes to leave a review. It really helps out the podcast with getting more visibility and reaching a broader audience. And if you are one of my listeners that <laughs> listens from Spotify or Google Podcasts or um, whatever other platform, I would love for you to leave a review, share it in your stories, um, tag the podcast on Instagram at but period, what if you did period the podcast. Um, I do respond to all of my DMs and I love hearing from you. So all that aside, let's dive in. This week, we're going to talk some real talk about expectations. So to kick this off, instead of doing more of a grow through the hard stuff lesson, I want to take all of you back in the last six months of my life because I know we have a lot of new listeners and maybe you haven't heard my whole story so far. So um, I work in the entertainment industry and obviously we were pretty hard hit um, when the pandemic hit. So I've been furloughed for the last six months. Um, I'm still furloughed. (laughs) Many of my peers have gone back to work. Um, Unfortunately, my position hasn't yet. So that's just the reality of what it is. So, you know, six months later, my lease is now ending and it doesn't really make sense to continue to pour my money into rent or to look to buy something at this point. So I'm just moving my stuff into storage and then I'm going to go back up to my parents' house out of state to just spend some more time with them for the holidays and, um, you know, get to spend time with my nephews and things like that. Um, I'm really kind of in this like taking things one day at a time kind of mindset. um, And I'm just living my own version of hard right now. And I think that that's something that like we're all living. We're all living a different version of trauma right now. Um, As much as we want to think about it, and I think we do think about it as collective trauma, like everyone's version of what they're living right now is a little bit different. Um, And I think, you know, expectations play a lot into that. So 
you know, there's just a lot of things that like I've experienced over the last six months that like I've never experienced before. I've never been unemployed. Um, Honestly, I don't even know that I fully understand or understood, I should say, what furlough meant prior to, you know, six months ago. Um, I don't, I've lived away from home since I was 18 years old. I've never gone back and moved in with my parents. Um, Not since I left for college. Um, I've never had to put my stuff in storage before. I've never had to rent a storage unit. Like, and I understand that these are absolutely like, I have lived a very privileged life from that perspective. Um, And I understand that my story is very different than a lot of you that may be listening. Um, But I've also done, you know, some other really cool things this year that like, I probably wouldn't have had the opportunity to do if I weren't dealing with this version of hard. Like I've read more than 20 personal development books this year and I love reading personal growth books. Um, And I wouldn't have had time to do that. I wouldn't have had time to start this podcast or I guess wouldn't have had time would, it's the wrong way to put that, but I probably wouldn't have made the time to start this podcast. I probably would have waited until the time was perfect or maybe that time never would have come, but I got out of my own way because I was dealing with a version of hard and this gave me a positive to look forward to. Um, I've made some amazing and really supportive friends through Instagram and I was not somebody that had a public presence on Instagram. I didn't understand the power of the social network, right? But that's something cool that's come out of this really hard time for me. I've been able to really invest in myself. Um, You know, there aren't a ton of expenses that come from podcasting, but there are some. And I've had to really decide, like, what are important investments and not spend money on frivolous material things, but really focus my money in on what's important. Um, And for me right now, pouring that money into building the podcast and my personal brand, that's important to me. So I've become more clear on, you know, what that looks like for me and where my money is going and where those investments are going to take me in the future. Um, I've never cared so much about the power of habit and the power of my morning routine. I don't even think I realized that the fact that I had a morning routine was kind of my hidden superpower and something that I could really help other people with. Um, I've had to set serious boundaries with my family, boundaries that I've never had the guts to set before, but I had to for this. Um, I felt the need to stand for politics and to really express my political views. I've never felt that before. A lot of these great things that have happened have come from a really hard situation, right? So this is kind of, in some ways, a dear diary moment for me that, you know, snapshot in time to kind of remember where I was in this moment, because as I'm sitting here working through packing up my bedroom to move my stuff into my first storage unit, and that feels really hard, there's also a lot of really good things that have come from that. Um, And, you know, like this could, I could be moving myself to storage for two weeks or six months or a year. And there's a lot of uncertainty around that. And I'm not saying that that's not scary because trust me, it's, it's scary, but I feel like I'm constantly getting asked this question of like, what's next or what's your plan? And the reality is I, I've had to realign my own personal expectations and accept the fact that I can't really have a plan right now. And when I have a plan, that means I have expectations that I'm trying to meet. And when that doesn't happen, where am I going to find myself? I'm probably going to find myself feeling sad, angry, frustrated, anxious, nervous, fearful about all of the things to come that I just can't be worried about in this moment. Because for as many of those crazy things as could happen or those emotions that might be a couple months down the line, 
I'm not there yet. And I can only live for what's happening in this moment right now. So is it good for me to set expectations? Maybe to some extent, but also it's kind of unhealthy to have this realm of expectations right now that I'm trying to live up to because this is unlike anything we've ever experienced in our adult lives. We were not prepared for this. We were not taught how to navigate something like this. So just piling on the expectations for myself isn't really a healthy thing for me. Expectations are tricky and you, if you don't learn to manage them and take control of your expectations, they will control you. Okay, so this week, I just feel like I've seen this idea of expectations and this like theme popping up a lot with a lot of different friend circles that I have right now. And I want to share a few examples with you because I'm thinking that one or two of them may resonate with you, or you'll see yourself in one of these different friends, which will help you when I give you some tangible tips of how to rein it in and get control of your expectations. So The first friend that I'm going to use as an example is they're struggling with this expectation that they've placed on themselves that they shouldn't feel frustrated or burnt out by all the changes that they're experiencing at work because they have a job and a lot of their friends do not. So this person is not only struggling with, you know, how they feel guilty about, you know, what's going on and, you know, there's, I guess like everybody... (laughs) If you're working for companies that are kind of split, like some people are back at work, some people are not. I think a lot of people are dealing with this like survivor's guilt or they're dealing with this like, oh, those people are back at work and I'm not. And so like there's just these like lines in the sand right now. Um, So not only is she struggling with um, personal expectations, but then she's struggling with these expectations of how, I guess the best way to put it is what she perceives others' expectations of her to be, right? So She thinks that other people expect her to just be overjoyed and grateful to have a paycheck all the time. But that paycheck is barely paying her rent because her hours have been cut substantially and has drastically changed her style of living. And she is living her own version of heart. But not only has she placed really hard expectations on herself, but she is perceiving others to be placing hard expectations on her as well. And that's making it really hard for her to like to feel confident and productive and motivated, right? So that's one example. Then I have a friend that is struggling with mental health for the first time. And this is the first time that they've ever dealt with that low-level depression, anxiety in their life. And this is just completely new to them. And while they haven't really placed unrealistic expectations on themselves, meaning you know, they know that this is new to them. They know that they just have to work through this and that they have to learn what this means for them and how this is going to impact them for however many months. And um, they just have to learn about it because they haven't learned about it. They have another friend who suffered with debilitating mental illness for most of their life. And this friend seems to expect that they now understand the depth to which this other friend is struggling. And that's just unrealistic. Like, They're in two different places in their mental health journey. And some people struggle with mental health their whole life and others don't. And there's nothing wrong with either. It just means you're coming from different backgrounds and different perspectives. And we can't place expectations on each other to just understand each other's circumstances, especially not now. Everyone is dealing with their own version of personal trauma. And although we want to support our friends and we want to think that we're there for each other, sometimes we can't take on everyone else's problems and expectations in addition to our own because we all have a lot on our plates right now. 
you know, and then I have another friend that's working on building their own business and they always get really, they seem to be frustrated at the end of the week when they didn't accomplish as much as they wanted to in the week. But have they set expectations for themselves that they can actually meet? Are these expectations that they're setting for themselves leaving them completely drained and unfulfilled at the end of the week and questioning why they're doing this? Yes. So if that's happening, how do we help them set more realistic expectations? How do they redefine how they plan to measure success and what that success looks like to them? There are just so many different ways that expectations are showing up in our daily lives right now. And look, guys, I get it. It's freaking hard. It's really hard some days to feel like I should have a job by now. You know, like sometimes it's hard to not drown under the expectations from my friends and family that I feel like they've placed on me or, but that could just be my perception of their expectations and not really what they expect of me. It's hard to not feel guilty spending time building this podcast in this community and things that when I don't have a way to monetize it right now. And not to say that I won't in the future because I'm hoping that this is going to expand into a lot of other really great things. But if I had that expectation for myself that this was going to instantly turn money on for me, I wouldn't be enjoying the process. I wouldn't be enjoying showing up for it so much because I would be so focused on the wrong thing and making the wrong thing matter. For me, the podcast and the community and the friendships are what it's about. Like it has nothing to do with money. Although maybe it should when I'm in the middle of a pandemic and unemployed, right? But I've chosen to set a different set of expectations for myself. There are a lot of people that are going to place expectations on you, right? But you get to decide whose expectations you give weight to, right? At the end of the day, my biggest expectation for myself is that I continue to show up even when it's hard and that I am 1% better than I was yesterday. And so I've let go of this idea that I have to plan X amount of weeks ahead, that I have to know where my next step is, that I have to know where I'm going next, whatever. And instead have chosen to align my expectations and, you know, just my goals for the day around just showing up for myself, right? So you have to really think about how your, your, you know, your personal expectations, but also the expectations coming from your external environment are really impacting you. Are they making it hard for you to show up? Because if you are, if they are, you're probably giving too much weight to someone's expectations that you shouldn't be giving weight to, right? And just a quick little truth bomb for you. You will not ever live up to everyone's expectations. And that's okay. You don't have to. You just have to decide whose expectations are important enough for you to want to live up to. So now that we've uh, gotten that out of the way and whatever, I I think that like, here's the thing. For some of you, this is going to hit home on that like personal level, meaning that you need to take a serious look at whether your own expectations are serving you. For others, this is going to be more about how others' expectations are and learning when to give weight to others' expectations and when to take them seriously and when to let them influence your decisions and when to not. Um, but there are a couple of things that I want you to do this week, and these are not easy things to do. They are probably going to drain you a little bit, um, but they're important. 
And that's how you grow is by doing the hard, uncomfortable work. So bear with me. One, I want you to stop what you're doing right now, unless you're driving, and then you can do this later. You can come back. Um, And I want you to open a new note in your phone and set up two lists. One, title it self-expectations, and the other is others' expectations of me. So now, any time over the next seven days that you notice that you've set an expectation for yourself, I want you to write it down. That expectation could be that you did the laundry, or that expectation could be that you went and changed your address at the post office, or that expect whatever it is. I want you to write down anytime you notice that you have set an expectation for yourself of something you need to do or accomplish to feel successful at the end of the week. And don't do anything other than just acknowledge that it existed and that you had the thought, right? Write it down, acknowledge that it happened, think about it for a second, let it go. Same with anytime you know, a friend, a coworker, a family member, an acquaintance, the guy at the drive-thru <laughs> places an expectation on you. I want you to write it down, right? Did someone make you feel like you had to meet a certain expectation? That's what I want you to think about. If this person made you feel like you had to do something to be seen as successful to them or whatnot or to whatever, I want you to write it down. And then at the end of the week, I want you to pull out the analytical side of your brain (laughs) and look at your list and look and identify those common recurring themes. Like, did all of the expectations you were setting on yourself focus around one common behavior or idea or problem? Or were they kind of all over the place? Or same with family and friends. Did they, you know, for me, like a lot of it is like, I feel like I have these expectations around job searching. And I'm job searching, but I'm being very specific in the way that I'm job searching. And that may not align with the expectations that some of my friends and family or that I perceive my friends and family to be directing towards me, right? So identify those common recurring themes and just kind of, like I said, like embrace them, think about them, really just lean into understanding them. Now, I want you as we've done that, to really sit in those uncomfortable feelings that this exercise has probably stirred up. Yes, this isn't one of those uh, pleasant life lesson experiments that I'm like asking you to try. Like, I want you to literally pull out some paper now and go journal about how all of these expectations that you just read through and analyzed and whatever made you feel. I promise that when you take the time to really dig into those feelings and write them out, you're going to feel some sense of relief afterwards because you acknowledge that they were real feelings and you dealt with them. Like you're handling them by looking at how you're going to grow through this, right? Once you've written it out, done the hard part, really sat in it, like you need to take a solid 20, 30, 40, 50 minutes, maybe even an hour to really sit in and understand how those expectations are influencing and impacting your world at the moment. Um, And now, now I want you to start making a plan. So what can you change to help manage your own expectations? Focus on yourself first. Like I, we, here's the thing, like you can't really control the expectations that others are throwing your way. You can learn to control how you react to those or how you process those expectations. But like, your biggest superpower is that you can control 
your own expectations for yourself, right? So focus on that first. And until you have your own expectations under control, honestly, you're not going to really be able to process the expectations of others. Um, That's just kind of the reality behind it. So focus on yourself and focus on what you can do to help yourself set and manage your own expectations better. And when you feel like you've got a handle on that, I want you to seriously consider whose expectations beyond your own you should really be giving weight to. Does that person's expectation of you make you better in any way? Because if it doesn't, you should really consider why you're giving so much weight to it or why you're thinking about it so much or why you care so much to meet that expectation. And once again, really take some time to think about it. Like this is not something that I want you to rush through because it's so important. And this is something that once you can get a handle on and learn to manage, it's really going to help you out propelling you forward. And honestly, like expectations show up in our personal life, but they show up in our careers. They show up in just so many different facets of day-to-day life. Like this is something like that you need to take time to focus on and to learn and to really sit in that uncomfortable. And I know I can't stress that enough. This was really hard when I went through it and it's going to be really hard for you, but I know you can do it. I know that I just gave you a lot to think about. Um, I gave you a lot of examples and a lot of different, you know, ways that maybe you'll connect to the idea. Um, But remember, you can learn to manage your own expectations and you can learn to control how you process other people's expectations for you. But this isn't one of those tasks for the faint of heart, right? So you have to be willing to show up and do the work. And now I want to congratulate you for making it through my TED Talk on expectations. And if you were uncomfortable with this conversation, good. That means that you know you have work to do and that's how you're going to grow. So leaving you with that for today, I'm excited to hear all about how you're going to tackle managing expectations in your own life and whatever you do, don't give up, keep moving forward and hang in there. And um, I will see you right back here, same time next week. Thank you so much for taking some of your valuable time to hang out with me today. I hope you found a nugget of wisdom to encourage you to get out of your own way and to take action, even when it feels hard. Resources and links discussed in today's episode can be found in the show notes. And P.S. If you love this episode or it really vibes with you, I would really love for you to slide into my DMs on Instagram at but period what if you did period the podcast so that we can connect or better yet, share this to your story or maybe even send it to a friend and be sure to tag me so that I can personally say thank you for coming along this journey with me until next time, friends.